When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Geekscape, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, you've picked a weird one, especially if you're watching this one live, because that means you've just watched 14 hours of Geekscape content. Uh, from 6 a.m. this morning, Pacific Standard Time, Matt and I got together with our good friend Char over at uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, and we talked about this show. Uh, we've been broadcasting for 14 hours straight, raising money for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And we've crossed over $1,000 so far, which is amazing. With an hour to go, how much more can we raise? Well, that's up to you. Um, we're about to talk some Geekscape here. And if this is your first Geekscape, and let's say you just pick this up on the podcast feed and you're like, what is happening? Well, you may want to go and like listen to us uh, talk about maybe last week's Geekscape. But the Geekscape before that, it's a little more of a normal episode. I like to sit down with creative types, people who uh, make movies or comics or video games, and talk to them about storytelling, maybe some news and reviews, what's been happening. Uh, or we talk about their projects and really like why they scratch that itch of making things. It's hard. It's like the we love this stuff because it's like the closest we get to modern day alchemy. I, this is how I describe it. All right. As creatives, people might think, ah, eh, making movies, making comics, all that childish stuff. It's real easy. You know, you're just playing make-believe. No, no, no. Let's get this straight. Okay. Cause I'm about to bring some comic book creators and writers on the show. We love this stuff because where there existed, nothing there now exists something. You have made something out of almost nothing but sweat, talent, which comes out of a lot of hard work and years of it, and creativity. Just pure imagination. I love it. I'm addicted, I'm addicted to it. That is why we started Geekscape, to celebrate it. And I will not hold up uh, my guests and my co-host, Katie, any longer because uh, we're going to celebrate it right now. But while you're watching this, if you're watching it live, 
I want you all to go down to that link that is scrolling at the bottom and go to support.mentornewjersey.org and support Big Brothers Big Sisters. That's what we're here for. And speak of the awesome, there's Katie right there. Hello. Katie, you're amazing. Thanks, man. I cannot believe how long you guys have been going. And I've only done like, what, three or four hours? What's up, Daniel Camposano? (laughs) You've done a few hours. And I got to tell you, um, I think I could go a few hours more. I I admit, I thought they had me in the first half, but I turned it around. I was actually downing a little bit of caffeine in between there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this day, we started at 6 a.m. with Matt Kelly, Pacific Standard Time. We uh, went into a couple of things. Super Action Man showed up. You saw Francois drop by and make some commercials. (laughs) My goodness. Um, It's just been a crazy long day, Uh, but it doesn't feel long. It just feels like a cool celebration. And Katie, you're new to Geekscape as my co-host. And I got to tell you, uh, in most years, we pick the holiday season around now to have our big yearly Geekscape to do. And this year, uh, pre-pandemic, I, I thought about like getting together the Geekscape picnic, which is something that I used to do in December to get people together. And like we usually do old zoo in Griffith Park. And we get together Aww. and we just kind of like everybody brings Great something. Location. We picnic up and we maybe shoot a live Geekscape or record a live Geekscape podcast. And that's something we've done a lot. And um, the pandemic took it from us. And here we are doing the live stream. And I was telling Matt Kelly earlier, I think the live stuff, I think the streaming, I think it stays. I think that, that uh, I know you and I have talked about doing a live show. Heck yeah. On stage somewhere, maybe a small will. coffee shop. Maybe <laughs> we'll just be little bohemians with our yeah. hats out trying <laughs> to sweat for our art. Oh, didn't know but, it. You yeah. had tats. You oh, tats? I, I've completely like carved out a spot on the Third Street Promenade where we can just talk about the latest Marvel movies and hopefully, uh, hopefully people will throw coins in our hats. Um, oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know we're still doing that. But I think that live streaming and the interaction we have with the audience is something that's important to me. And I'll tell you, Geekscapus, um, there's equipment I bought for the podcast that. I have not used because we've started streaming, but I have a brand new Zoom recorder, brand new microphones, all this stuff that if not for the pandemic, I'd be using to do yeah. in-person podcasts. And yeah. uh, and you know what? And we, we will. We will. We absolutely will. Vaccines on the way. And you know what? I say we still keep streaming even while we do live shows. So for those of you who are all across the country and can't make it to L.A. for the live show, maybe you can get a little taste. Uh, uh, Daniel Camposano <laughs> says that K69 was the highlight of the day. For those of you who missed the earlier thing, we did a, um, a live like role-playing game oh, where man. we saved Christmas. We played characters. We actually <laughs> played small toys. Uh, Matt the and I wildest. are going to talk. Uh, Geekscapists who are listening to this, subscribing to the Geekscape feed, there's going to be some remnants of the 15-hour live feed that are going to show up on the Geekscape show feed from uh, Brian Gilmore and Ben Dunn returning to play games with Matt Kelly and I and Heidi Cox uh, to maybe that role-playing game that we did to save Christmas. Maybe maybe I'll put that on the feed around Christmas. But uh, damn, I've got a Geekscape episode already booked for this week with another film director. Like, it just keeps... Coming, Katie. I love doing the show, and this the like fourteen year old in me that loved David Letterman and Talk Soup is loving this right now. Good. 
good, man. That's this has awesome. been awesome. It's been a ton of fun doing this too. Like I, I've been so excited, like being a part of like the whole network and you know, the shoulder shimmies that we're doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, Katie, I have to ask you before we bring in okay. our uh, Derek and before we bring anything. in, um, we gotta, we gotta get Derek to bring back Geekscape games. I love being I a would- part of it. Honestly, and I do love talking games quite a bit, and I do miss talking games on the daily um, because there's so much there's so much in gaming to begin with that like there's always something that you're missing. So like there's always something that you don't always know. Um, is there and, something you can do there? Is there? Can you get? I mean, Shane is in. Can you I get Derek to return uh, to to the I, microphone? I'll send K six nine over there uh, to put all <laughs> all hopes and dreams in their slot. <laughs> Derek. Up? Uh, I know we're talking about you. Consider this an intervention, okay? Um, when Katie said all the people listening across America, we also included like all of North America, <laughs> my Canadian friend. America yeah. North, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Derek. America in generals. I've been texting with Shane. I've been talking to Katie. Are we doing this, buddy? Are you bringing back Geeks, Geeks, Geeks Games? Games? I've been, uh, yes, yes. Hey! Uh, no, but we haven't funny. talked about it for months and months, but I would love to. Uh, I had like that was so much fun earlier, and uh, I also just like loved not being in the like like strict. We're just talking about this game, and that's the only thing we're going to talk about for the next hour. Like just talking about whatever was so much fun, um, mm-hmm. and I loved I loved doing that, and so I would love to put something like that together regularly for sure. No, I I love video games. I do not have the ability to play them with like the fervor <laughs> and frequency that you seem to. You're the only person I know who has a, a PS5 and an Xbox One uh, uh, S, and I just think it's amazing. Uh, and Katie loves video games. Shane loves video games. I think the three of you, with a little Josh Jackson added mm-hmm. in when he can, as long as he fixes and gets a new battery for his smoke detector <laughs> and it's not going can off. Can we send him episode. one? It's Christmas. Just I would a nine volt battery. Totally go over there. I will go over there. And you could, you could, it. you could change it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many that come in the Amazon packs. Like oh yeah, yeah, ten or twelve. Yeah, I'll do uh, it. I, also, I think he's being. I think he's like being like a staunch person who's like, no, it's my landlord's job. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, it's been no. years, bro. Just replace yeah. the battery. If your landlord's not going to do it either. Yeah. It no, your like, landlord's so. probably a hoarder yeah. under a stack of newspapers and cat bodies right now, and like that's where your landlord is. It ain't getting fixed, pal. <laughs> so uh, I also I also wanted to say I went downstairs after this RPG that we played, and Michaela was like, "Thank goodness Katie was there. She really like saved the day." Uh, so <laughs> you know, with the singing and the robot voice and everything like that, it was <laughs> all the things that I couldn't do. So there's no ego here. None, I brought none. I brought Katie in to save the Geekscape podcast. Oh, the main oh, Geekscape podcast. She just thought we were saving Santa, but no, she, she is oh. saving all of us. I tur- listen, I'm not Guys, uh, if, listen, I, if I wasn't not here, this this stream itself would not be here. I mean, I've not been here since six AM, like Matt Kelly and like London, you know, or going all fifteen hours, no stops, barely any breaks. But you know, I saved the network. So <laughs> doing go games in between. Well, <laughs> I just know that when Katie shows up, Jonathan, you got to step up your game because the funniest person on the Geekscape Network Aww. is right there. Um, Dude, it's been amazing. Mary what? and Joe, I love them. They were oh, so, that was so good. funny. Yeah, so well coordinated with how they popped in and out. Oh my god, They're incredible. I was- obsessed they're so fun oh and the, and the 29 donkey lane is it 29 I mean, it, it is 91 that's got to be my call out for like if there's one thing that you watch 
Bacon and Nate run such a smart, tight, insane show. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. It was Thank like you. being in a. Uh, it was like being in a ridiculously comedic fever dream doing that show with them. It was uh, like it, awesome. it's all the thoughts you kind of have just on a whim, and then it just was a game show somehow. <laughs> I was running the controls and laughing so hard during that entire hour. It was insane. Yeah. I, I I mean, I'm gonna say I I, I champion a lot of I, I mean I champion everything that we have on the network, but like I would put money down that 91 Donkey Lane is the best produced thing on our entire network. The amount of hours that Bacon puts into like sound design and like audio engineering is unbelievable. I was blown away by those guys. And Matt, thank you for bringing them to the network. I love them. All right. Y'all ready to talk some real (laughs) stuff? Uh, Let's talk to some real podcasters, shall we? Let's talk to some actual real podcasters. And Derek, uh, I I don't mean to exclude you. I mean, you're our resident Canadian, but I think it's not Canadian enough right now. Let's bring him on here. Jason Inman, Ashley Robinson. Let's get him in here. Our good friends who aren't part of the network, but you know what? They don't need to be because they got their own awesome stuff going on over (laughs) at their YouTube channel and their own podcast, Geek History Lesson. And they make comics. They're amazing. They're some of my best friends and my heroes. And here they are. How are you guys doing? What an intro. I, I've I've been waiting 14 hours to come onto this live stream. I've been <laughs> begging Jonathan to let me in. Uh, See the text we've been sending He's been Matt. ignoring like, my phone is calls. Is it this hour? Is it one hour from I, now or 12 hours? I, I, I thought maybe movies. a nude pic would, would move me up. Nope. <laughs> it, moved, it moved me up, Jason. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. The important question. Derek, where are you from? Uh, I live in uh, in the Vancouver, Canada area. Oh, he over in yeah. the rich TV part of Canada. <laughs> he grew up on the island. And, yeah, I grew up on uh, Vancouver he, Island in a, in a poor hick town and uh, moved well, to the big city. Well, that's everywhere that's not a big city. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be completely yeah. honest. <laughs> the only yeah. thing I know about Vancouver Island is that's where they sometimes dump people on that show alone. That's yes. true. Yeah. yeah, and there's a beach oh. where feet keep washing up. And they don't yes. know why. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait hold up. Yeah. Wait, yeah. do you think it's because there's a major ocean yeah. oh, yeah. current that goes by yeah. there? So, yeah, like severed feet. And because, like, the shoes change the way, like, they decompose. So it just, like, falls off at the ankle. And then they wash yeah. up on this beach. Yeah. Canada's a very eerie place. How long has that been going <laughs> I, on, Derek? Uh, Like, years and years. Yeah. It's like that beach yeah. in France where all those Garfield phones were washing yeah. up for years and years. It's just the weird current. Why? This is more ridiculous than the improv show. <laughs> you guys got to keep up on garbage news. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, so the yeah, Garfield if you just Google one... like like feet washing up, like it'll be yeah. the first thing for sure. Yeah. Okay, the yeah. Garfield one I get. I get the fact that like some box of Garfield yeah. phones fell into the ocean and it's like kind of been like in the right current to wash up. This foot thing over years, all I can think is that people are going swimming and they're skinny dipping, but they don't want to step on sharp rocks that are only wearing shoes. So the plant, the, like the animal life only eats them up to the shoe. And then it's like, oh, I can't digest well, that. And then that's I mean, in terms up. of animals, that's it's less likely, right? Because they start from the outside and eat you in, which is why like your cats will eat your face if you die in your house. Because so. of the fat. Yeah. So they'd probably eat your feet and torsos would be washing up. But Yeah, but if you're in shoes, I don't know. It's, uh, this is... That's crazy, I uh, Derek. Only, I can you have it's to... like yeah, it's the dangling feet. It's like I'm pretty sure there's been like a documentary or yeah. about yeah. this beach. Yeah. Matt, we? Matt, we have a brand new show 
<laughs> Matt, we have a brand new show on the doc uh, on it's the channel. It's called Footloose. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, true crime is a hot vertical in the podcast market I, right now. I would listen we to got... literally just like a podcast of Ashley and Derek just talking about Canadian <laughs> no, folklore. No, we got to <laughs> send Derek right there. We got to send Derek. To I could the go island. to the beach. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, Derek. You don't have to jump. Just in. capture the this audio. Is just, just stick your toe <laughs> in the water. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. See, I, we could do happens. like once the pandemic's know. over, we could do a live show from the beach, like where they bring a lot of people in. But like, where are the feet coming from? Have they done DNA tests? Why are there so many feet? Like, this is now a thing. Like, you're gonna have to listen to the podcast to find out. And then, yeah. and then the season finale of the podcast is that Derek flies to Japan, chops his foot off with a tracker, and sees if it arrives. It's like a I GoPro tied to it, and like just yeah. we can follow Let's, its journey. Let's get okay. Sarah Koenig on this. Yeah. Let's get some NPR what I need, money Derek, behind this. I need you to take a survey of the shortest towns in uh, Canada and start there. If people are just like really embarrassed by the fact that they lost their feet, I mean, that's got to be East Shorter. Because my mom's family is all under 5'10. So. Oh, <laughs> Michaela, Michaela just no messaged feet. me as well. She said they're most, they've, they've almost all been left feet. And I mean, there's like a 50 50 chance, I guess, but like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no. as the number grows, that becomes None of those like incrementally right in the smaller. Middle. The fifty percent chance turns to like. I mean, there's a fifty percent chance for every foot. Though. It's like the scene in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, where it's just heads, 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 heads. <laughs> <laughs> Way to drop that Shakespeare knowledge. I love it. Thank Welcome you. Yeah, yeah, I love me some Tom Stuffer. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> At um, the end of the night. <laughs> we don't even need to talk about geek stuff, but I do want to catch up with y'all, uh, Jason and Ashley. Y'all just released your newest comic, the newest Jupiter Jet oh issue. The newest we don't even trade. have it near us. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> over 14 hours, he was just like, I think I'll just lay it over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, tell us, how's it going, y'all? You know, how is doing book signings and distributing a comic book into stores during pandemic? Uh, how, how is that? Yes, there going? it is. Finally, huh? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, this is the new. That's a new one. Uh, it's there. there it's. You know, it's weird that we are. There aren't really book signings, really. I mean, we went to Collector's Paradise, wore a mask, and signed forty of them. But in about fifteen minutes, and then left. It, it just <laughs> means that a lot of these books are going in the mail more than normal, um, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, you know, um, but it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's definitely quieter than a normal book release. Like we had one last year, and it's it's way quieter this year on Jupiter Jet and the Forgotten Radio. Nah, the girls won't come back this year and dance around the table for us. And nope. no, no, you know, the pyrotechnics are out. This year, yeah, that's true. So, All we have is cat pictures this year. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where um, he is, so I'm not going to run away and come back with him. It's, so what do you? So like, it's been going well. Like, are y'all doing more comics? Like, has the load? Like, has the downtime of the pandemic? Has it been downtime of the pandemic? Has it allowed y'all to create the next thing or write the next thing? Well, it's so funny that I remember when the pandemic first started because everybody was like, oh, yeah, all this downtime. And I was my job has not stopped this entire year. So I don't know where this downtime that everybody has talked about has come. I'm still working the same amount of hours. Just I'm if doing them more. at home. And I, I do want to say that usually this is the time of year when entertainment winds down. But I think because like usually it's right around Hanukkah. Uh, but I think because nobody knows in January if restrictions are going to get harder, more things are shooting. I have gone to set more days mm. in December than in the past bunch of years combined. And it's like, only the 12th day. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, um, it's crazy you're talking about more comics stuff like that because I am planning in January to launch a Kickstarter campaign for my Superman comic uh, called Super Best Friend. So, uh, so I'm a, I'm not stopping. Nothing about this year has stopped me. But like, yeah, this mysterious like getting extra time this year. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Jason, you like how I did this, baby? I am a big fan of your Superman idea. You and you were one of the few people that I've seen outside of my house in person during the pandemic. Yeah, we went to the park a few months ago and sat distantly and like yelled ideas to each other and like <laughs> caught up. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, and uh, that was an awesome day, and it was awesome catching up with you. We've seen so few people in person. I know y'all have a gift exchange, a, a white elephant every uh, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas. We haven't been able to do that. Uh, it's just been a weird year. But you know what? The the animal that survives is the animal that evolves. And I think that this year we've you know introduced things like this video streaming and ways to connect all the geeks gave us together remotely and catch up with people like you and get new guests on the know. show. I don't know. I don't know how you awesome. all can go this long. We did a five hour charity stream and we're like, I'm tired. Yeah. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> five hour. Five hour. By the end of the five hours, I was like, I'm ready to be over. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Were how you're you doing this on 15. the whole time? He was. Yeah. Okay. I had I had a panel off. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got to split it up. You got to get a whole network on there and uh, you got to find somebody. Uh, Matt Kelly Matt actually Kelly. died a few weeks ago. This is just his husk. And every now and then, I think I like, like it's, some of the, some of the gas well, releases. Well, thank you to his husk for hand. keeping up the Instagram message chain going. Yeah. <laughs> it, this, uh, it's like finally starting to hit right now. Like, because. Um, sure. As Ashley knows, because she was on the last one, it's only been like a month and a half since my last 15-hour live stream. And you're not a caffeine guy. No, I just drink <laughs> bottles of water to keep me Straight going. Straight cocaine, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it was so funny. As John was like doing the introductions, I was like, ooh, this is the first time that I'm really starting to feel like, oh, I've been sitting in this chair for 15 straight hours running a live stream. It's Matt, starting to hit. <laughs> in your defense, you're not the first person who's fallen asleep listening to me do a podcast. Like it happens all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And no, I'm sure I mean, that's the only reason why I subscribe to it is it's better than Headspace or the Calming app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just gotta do the I, I'm thinking about doing some ASMR right now on the live stream, and I just want oh, y'all man. to. If oh, you no. eat on that mic, I will leave. I I think that's <gasps> do you have misophonia too? Yes, it's so disgusting. Yes, like yes, when people kiss in movies, I'm like, please stop. Please Wait, just, what's please, the word for that? Misophonia. 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 It's where like Phonia? mouth sounds like yeah. under It's basically your how like, Shane hopes his So should games. I put my Doritos away? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Remember how much I, remember how much I we had to tell the... Shane not to do that during Geekscape games? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I Which ate, time? I ate chips the other day and I couldn't listen to myself. I was just like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Were... I, I'm okay if it's me, but if it's other people, I'm like, I'm dying inside. Well, she puts the me in the misophonia. What is it with people who chew with their mouth open? If any one of you is, I'm, I don't want to You're the devil. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> why, why do people chew with their mouth? Like, and then they try to talk. Can't. I'm no. done. No. No. Um, listen, we got Danny M in the uh, comments, and he says, I-, I don't know about the Superman comic. Well, uh, you'll Jason. have to become a patron because the patrons have read about half of it. <laughs> <It's-> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, it's one of these things where, like, and Jonathan, you know this, man, like, it's, 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 it's you're always, like, trying to do this weird game with promotion. Um, so, like, I don't, it's always this weird thing about, like, when do you reveal a project or when do you, you know, and, and to be honest with you right now, this Kickstarter, I'm not planning on launching it until, like, January 19th. So I'm just like slowly 
eking it out and doing little things. And then like January 1st is when it's like, hey, here it is, you know, go for it. Um, but uh, yeah, our, over my Patreon, I've actually been letting them read it early. So they've already read like the first 12 pages. But so. it came I out of that. your inspiration where, because everyone, everyone here is going to know this, where people go, well, what would your Superman story be? Or what would your mm. video game be? Or what would your Lord of the Rings be? And you're like, I'll tell you when they pay me to write it. Well, and that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, that, and that's what this was. Like, I finally, like, I actually started writing that last year before the, uh, in 2018. And I just was like, you know what? That was two years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> I actually started. Weird? I started writing in 2019. Sorry. Remember actually. when Parasite won Best oh. Oscar <laughs> this year? Oh, oh. yes. That was this year. Y'all yes. remember Tiger King? Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, everybody keeps remember. talking about Tiger King. Yeah. I was like, that seems like yesterday and also a decade ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've aged 20 years. But I, I just, I got tired. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever write Superman professionally, the licensed character ever. So you know what? Screw it. Scrape all the names off. Here are new original characters. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest comparison, but I'm reminded of uh, back in the early days of Geekscape when we used to have uh, famed porn director Axel Braun uh, signing at our Props booth. to him for the excellent costume works, and <laughs> yeah. I mean that unironically. No, 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 that but, Dr. Fake but, costume was sick. But I, I always back and remember... Forth Axel all the time. <laughs> but do you remember, like, I remember talking to him about those films, and he was like, look... No one's going to ever pay me to make a Star Wars movie. So if they want me to make a porn version of Star Wars, I'm going to make the Star Wars movie that I wanted to make ever since I was eight years old. <laughs> like, the one where they the, fuck. They, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really what I was looking for when I was being <laughs> I mean, when I watched Return of the Jedi, I don't know about you guys, but the first thought I had is like, when is his brother and sister going to kiss again? <laughs> I know. Will someone it's just hard. bang that toy like, please? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's Don't do this show right. me a Jabba and do nothing. <laughs> Chewie Jabba. needs some action. Chewie needs some action. Look, yeah. the suit community is there for it. Hey, I'm baby, sure. it's life day, and uh, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the only... I, I'm really, now in retrospect, uh, as we were talking about in the very... You know, around the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard portion of this live stream, I was saying how one of the names I pitched for this was the Geekscape Life Day live stream. <laughs> and uh, I really think we should have went with it. I think that would have been a great name for it. Is there an official date for when Life Day is? Yeah, I'm not enough of a Star Wars nerd. I think the date was when Gary Kurt said, "I'm not going to take up too much more of this shit, George." <laughs> George, I'm not going to take many more of this shit. All right, after Empire, I'm out. <laughs> and Star Wars was never the same without him, but. Geekscapist, we do have one more week of Mandalorian coming, and after that last eighth episode of season two comes out, I'm going to try and get uh, either Ian Kerner or some people from our brand new Bingetown TV show uh, who were not represented that much today. Uh, we did not do a Bingetown episode today. Uh, I'm going to try and get them to do a little Mandalorian catch up. And uh, Matt just right. Googled that November 17th is the My life baby. day according to that galaxy far, far away and long ago <laughs> where they had November uh, yes. 7th. There's Starting so many problems. Starting according to some yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Lord uh, of the Rings also uses the Julian calendar. Uh, even in the movies, it goes, it's October 24th at 10 o'clock. Oh, that's boy. right. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's the only time it's referenced. Okay, oh, I, guess. I had such problems as a kid when Han was like, I'll see you in hell. And I was like, well, hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's... You just, what? Yep. yep. Is this like Judeo-Christian hell, or I have? <laughs> is this H? 
in the books yeah in the books what they did to like kind of be like oh about that they introduced a uh uh, he's a corellian and they introduced a corellian uh afterlife place (laughs) called atl and that the Corellians are all like, oh, it's oh, a, it's that hell. And I'm like, who you did hell? Listen, Which has he yelled at it. <laughs> Cliff Clavin was in that scene. He knows you're lying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Empire Strikes Back fans, you know what I'm saying. All right. So, we, you know, Speaking I'm letting Disney. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we got to talk about this because Disney basically just like opened up the hose on us on Thursday and just started announcing everything and i think the only person that didn't get their star wars series was that twi'lek from java's palace uh they basically gave everyone a star wars series or a movie it's pretty amazing as a star wars fan and we've all kind of like gotten one back by the abusive boyfriend that is the star wars trilogy and the star (laughs) wars series and we're like we like star wars now because mandalorian and they've run with it and they said dave filoni yeah, yeah, yeah. Here are the keys. Uh, you and John Favreau, show us. Um, excited? What are you all excited about from these announcements? Because there are a lot of them. I mean, where do you even begin with that dump? I'm, I'm asking like, you too, Katie. I'm sorry. It's just you're my it co-host. Was like, it was like one of those. Guy. I was like, how do they like have a man? Any- <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> dump it on. Katie. Thank you, Ashley. We need to hang out more. Hey, you can't say the future is female. I mean, we can't then hang say right now, but we can't we can be like scream from across the park. And listen, the future is female, but stay in your lane. Let me talk first. I'm not <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. All right, Katie, take it. Okay, I mean, uh, Star Wars. There's just there's so many, I'm so excited for the Patty Jenkins series. I'm so excited for Rogue Squadron. Um, that's gonna be insane. Um, the Obi Wan Kenobi series, like what? There, there's just the the fact that there's like there's multiple of like each universe, like the Marvel series. Like, oh my god, I just saw the Loki trailer and I was like, what is happening? What did I drink before watching this? There's so there's so much. I don't know where to begin. Like, uh, I mean, okay, let's just start. Uh, Rogue Squadron, Patty Jenkins. How exciting is that? And did you see that trailer? Anybody? Yeah, that's the only film that they. Re- I mean, they've talked about films like the like the one that Taika Waititi is going to do, and, and the, the trilogy that, that Ryan Johnson still has. Yeah, I know. I I heard that, and I was like, really, we're still doing this? <laughs> but Rogue Squadron is the only proper film that they really announced, and I'm excited that they get away from the Jedi. And like, if they're doing a Young Wedge and Tilly's and the the Rogues, I think I'm down with it, especially since that video showed Patty. Jenkins, she's like, hey, my dad was a fighter pilot. Yeah. I know this stuff. I've been wanting to make this movie for a long time. Now I get to do it with Star Wars. It's amazing. I'm super excited. I'm excited about, about any girl from Kansas because she's a Kansas girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, Jason loves his mom and he loves Dorothy. Uh, that's right. Uh, Dorothy, and, Dorothy and Superman are the, and, and I guess and now, pa- and now Patty Jenkins are the only famous Kansans. And Rope and um, Tornadoes. That's me, Jason. Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I've been saying for years that like, the, if you've ever read like the expanded universe and stuff that they threw out, but there was like a series of novels called Rogue Squadron about Wedge Antilles, and for a long time, it was the only Star Wars book series worth actually reading besides the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I'm throwing shade. I don't care because <laughs> no, I read I'm I read them you. all, and they're bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I mean, by the time we started getting like tales from Jabba's yeah. palace and oh, stuff like that, no. the wheels were kind of falling off. I yeah. see. I, those are like the only ones that I actually liked. I would love 12. for. I would <laughs> love 
for an anthology tales of series where we just do like season one's tales of Jabba's palace and we just follow like a character in that palace for a day and clearly if you Disney aren't reading star wars adventures from idw it's basically that <laughs> uh and so it's my favorite star wars comics right the cool, no the coolest thing I, I actually think about rogue squadron was i i actually saw the video on patty's twitter before i heard the announcement and oh, wow. i love that she just like dropped the video and it was this really well done video and then she she roller skating to the x-wing i actually was like this is how all genre films should be announced going forward just like have this really personal kind of cool kind of different video from like the writer or the director saying, this is why you should watch this movie. I agree. And that's why next weekend I'm helping Jason jump off a roof to promote his Superman project. That's right. We're going <laughs> to film that next week. Oh, sh I shouldn't have spoiled it. We should have just let them watch the video. Yeah. But Yeah, I'm going to yeah, leap under the 405. Awesome. Will I die or will I not? Will my foot show up in Vancouver Island? Find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's gotta oh, be you a go left through that sign that like that one guy did a couple years ago. <laughs> um, I think really like a, a, a place to jump off is the Mandalorian and the fact that we're getting an Ahsoka series. Oh my god, that's gosh. insane! Will it, they it, fix the Montrails? Will they give her a heavier hat? Will we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, the idea that this is possibly an Ahsoka series where she's going after Thrawn, um, I'm down with it. Uh, I've been wanting to see Thrawn since those uh, early books in the late 80s, early 90s, like brought me back into Star Wars. Um, I'm, I'm big on that. And uh, just looking at the rest of it, uh, the Andor series looks awesome. Obi-Wan Kenobi and finding out that we're going to get some Darth Vader in there. I mean, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is to replace the prequels in our eyes, right? right? Like that's the way it goes. Pretty much, yeah. I, okay. I would say. Or like fill in the gaps that you, you really wanted to see. Because I'm watching Clone Wars, and it's really a lot of fun, and it's satisfying, but it feels like we got Hayden Christensen coming back. We, I mean, this is the way that we want to see these stories now, and sequentially, and in episodic nature, and I think that, like, we're all just going to forget the prequels existed, and then I think in, like, <laughs> ten years, they're going to start being like, oh, yeah, the sequel trilogy, let's start actually doing a John Boyega series or something. Let's start making good on those things that were laid down because uh I mean, there's as so long as they, around him yeah as long as they get a bob really, tv that, show i'm content <laughs> that really scathing gq article so i don't know if he has firmly burned any bridges back to star wars now that those royalty checks have cleared Ooh, interesting <laughs> yeah really i mean <laughs> tomorrow they announce a cyborg show at dc never mind uh <laughs> Star already on a TV show. It's called Doom Patrol, and it's really great. <laughs> um, I'm excited about that. James Mangold, uh, since we're talking Lucasfilm, uh, doing an Indiana, the next Indiana Jones movie, is, I think it's a great move. I think James Mangold's always been a really great director who can do genre, but he can also do like serious movies. He did Girl Interrupted in Copland, like right out of film wow. school. And they're so claiming that this off. is the final one now, even though they claim the last one was the final one? <laughs> do you think this one will be like a half measure and not really that good like The Wolverine? And then when he makes six, it'll be like Logan all in black and white and we'll really like it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that it'll be interesting when six is actually... Uh, the artifact they're digging up is Indiana Jones. <laughs> and they just like find him. And they're like, you know, oh. it's so funny. I saw somebody did the math and that they said that like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was pretty close to 
Indiana Jones was Harrison Ford's real age mm-hmm. at the time. And I, I saw somebody do that same scale, and they were like, if this one is going to be aged up in real time, then this movie is going to take place in, like, 1977 to 1979. And I was like, are you kidding me? An Indiana Jones in disco time? <laughs> and, and if Indiana Jones was created because they didn't Indiana give... Indiana Jones at Studio 54. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the whole point of Indiana Jones that they didn't give Spielberg uh, James Bond? Yeah. And now we have like Indiana Jones firmly planted in the James Bond era mm-hmm. in the late seventies. And that's like Roger Moore Bond. And yeah. sure, let's have Indiana Jones versus James Bond and just have <laughs> that be a movie. Yeah, Pierce you know? Brosnan's got nothing going on. Just hire there him you back go. and color sure, his hair. Why not? He looks great. Let's do it. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan was awesome in that first Mandalorian episode at the beginning of the season. Oh no, that was uh, Timothy Oliphant, and he looked like Pierce Brosnan. It was <laughs> amazing. How dare you? Timothy Oliphant is gorgeous. He was, and so Pierce was Pierce Brosnan. Wishes. <laughs> oh, I loved. I mean, just watching Timothy Oliphant with the with the touchy gray. You know, he, he's a big. I'll be honest with you. When, when they when they announced like the other fifty billion Star Wars series, I'm I'm surprised that they did not announce the Star Wars Timothy Oliphant. Star Wars, <laughs> Deadwood. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars, The Marshal, or I'm Star Wars. Lie. Timothy Oliphant stares at the camera for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, right? he, he he was great in that episode. He's always just so charismatic and awesome. Yeah. Um, but we've also got a Lando series coming. What's the story on the Lando series? Is this like Donald Glover doing a Lando series, or is this a later Lando? What's the story on it? Did they release information? This was Disney going, I... oh, we need uh, diversity. Uh, mm-hmm. People like the I... one black person in our universe, right? Oh, great. This is super great. <laughs> this could be wrong. I read that they're, bo- they're both going to be in it. I'm in. Really? Yeah. I read I'm that in. they're both going to be in. Honestly, that's Billy D. Williams yeah. like rolling around a space hospice. Hey, look, I'm, I would be very interested. I'm telling you that this is a backdoor pilot for, for a secret Colt 45 campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how things used to go down. Thank he just God like, the key to saving the universe is Colt 45. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> yeah, if he's the guy who rolls back the years before and after every episode, I think that'd be awesome. A Lando series with, yeah, Billy D and maybe a little bit of action on his part, but mainly you're just seeing a younger Lando running around. Yeah. Uh, so doing it's some like amazing stuff. It's like that Jim Henson, the storyteller but it's just billy d sitting by a fire telling a story it's, it's and then very it cuts much like to the young indiana jones chronicles yeah like just <laughs> flashback stuff uh the other one that lucas film was all about was we're finally getting this willow series they announced like two years ago <laughs> i'm super excited about it because i'm a big willow fan um i didn't go as far as to read the george lucas penned sequel to willow book but i do love that movie i don't i know some people don't love that movie i personally do love that movie no love. I've for never Willow. seen it. I, I've never it's seen okay. it. Okay. I, I mean, mean will Val Kilmer be in it? Who knows? That's I, that's the ultimate question. But like, you thinking no? Uh, I think no. I've heard he's too busy being Mark I've, Twain. Well, I've heard. Well, I've heard health issues with uh, Val Kilmer. It's too bad. Like, off the set of Maverick that made me question Let's whether or not all, we're going to have a whole uh, lot more Val. Tubestone and remember how good he is. Let's oh my god! All, yeah. The only thing that's make or break for that series is Warwick Davis. So as long as yeah. they get him, we're all good. Did well, they've you... got him, and uh, we'll see, you know we'll see. But uh, I'm into it, and I, I I just like the idea of a new sword and sandals, sword and sorcery fantasy mm-hmm. series starting up. But that that's something that you know Game of Thrones is great, but Game of Thrones was so serious all the time, and it was yeah. like it just didn't have the journey to it. And I feel like you know. 
Ashley knows what I'm saying because she's a big Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, but you got to have the characters that start in a place and they have to go into the unknown to a place they've never been before. And remember, like Game of Thrones, when we meet the Starks, they everybody's at peace for the most part and they all know each other and all the houses are like, hey, it's our good friends from down the street and they're all chilling. This, I mean, Willow is like Lord of the Rings. It's someone who is smaller than most people and they go on this journey into things greater than themselves and discover their own strengths and I will never get tired of that story. If you, you haven't know? seen the new Dark Crystal show, it is very that. It's yeah. super yeah. excellent. Yeah, which we're also never getting another season two. We are. That was an expensive show. Like, watching I mean, that show, so I was like... I only, I only watched so the first good. episode, and I was like, I don't know how they completed this as just one episode and did an entire series after. The, <laughs> the so... Netflix, the Netflix like shows that they canceled versus shows that they kept, Like I understand from a budgetary standpoint... Mm-hmm. But it definitely was not made. But like, how how do you cancel in the Dark Crystal and like even something as cheesy as Teenage Bounty Hunters? But we're gonna get a second season of Space Force. Like, oh, it's just, can we like, talk about that? My oh, God. Space Force was about as fun so as bad. actually hammering your hand, and it's got the most brilliant people involved. Meanwhile, I, yeah. gl- like they couldn't wait to just make glow. I, I sort of like watched that entire so season about the glow I, because yeah. it should have been yeah. such a great show, and especially when Billy D. Williams, Force, when Billy D. Williams showed up for the Colt Forty Five, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. "What is going on here?" Sorry, yeah, no, that back in. Space Force was definitely after the first episode of space force i was like eh, swing and a miss with the most talented people in comedy yeah it happens and why did they put ben schwartz as the same character that he played in uh, parks rec like he's yeah. such a brilliant actor and a very good improviser that i was like why are he's just he's what's his name from parks rec like sometimes it just happens you know you get some great chefs and they don't cook well together yeah. it just happens um on the marvel side of things my There's God. A, like a million holy shits on that. <laughs> we got trailers for Loki. We got trailers for Falcon Winter Soldier. We've seen the WandaVision stuff, but it's premiering January 15th. Not to put a shadow on the Kickstarter that Jason's going to come on Geekscape and talk about. Which we but, know is going to trounce that show. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to take it over. Well, come after on. you jump uh, off a roof in our video, yes. <laughs> I did get word that uh, the, the boys at Bingetown TV are absolutely planning to do weekly recap episodes on WandaVision as that drops, uh, and probably nice. a shit ton of the other shows as well. But uh, their man, if you, uh, I told John that we need to get one of them on to do the Mandalorian wrap up because they are like those dudes who have the entire history of anything Star Wars memorized and just. I'll watch an episode of Mandalorian and then listen to their hour recap and be like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was like a reference to this thing and like this piece <laughs> of a fictional religion they from like some book from like 20 years ago. It's insane. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the WandaVision thing, what is crazy is that when we got to the Infinity movies, when we got to the last two Avengers movies, we were like, man, these movies are so intertwined. Now they're going to put this to rest. And we're going to be able to get a couple one-offs. Marvel has no intention of one-offs and they are creating a multiverse and a connected universe that has only gotten more complicated and interconnected. And it starts with this WandaVision show and it goes into Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 introducing Kang the Conqueror. Are you kidding me? And now we're going to get a Fantastic Four movie that probably bounces off out of that one. Uh, This is all going crazy. Yeah. Like we got the Loki, but we also have announcements of new shows. We, obviously, Moon Knight, and we knew about She Hulk, but Armor Wars, Ironheart, Secret Invasion. Give is, 
Oscar nominee Don Cheadle a goddamn <laughs> fucking movie to lead. He has been there since Iron Man 2. Yep, I, I, I'm so fucking lit. I'm like, call that show War Machine, you cowards. You know what? Um, veteran, come on. Um, I'm super excited for that one. And, uh, no, I it actually love, does look very exciting. Yeah. I would love for Don Cheadle to go up against uh, Sam Rockwell's character from Iron Man yeah, bring 2. Yeah, bring him back. Bring him back. And because they're bringing back the abomination from the the the, the Incredible Hulk movie that Universal made, they're bringing really? back an abomination. I would love for them to bring back. Uh, they're bringing back Tim Roth in the Abomination. I would love for them to bring back the leader too. We saw a hint of the leader in the in that movie. The Simpson character, deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all think of these looking glass from Washington? What do y'all What do y'all think of these? Uh, what do y'all think of these Marvel announcements? Because I'm just going off because there's so much to cover. There is so much to cover, and I'm curious to know what everybody thinks. Uh, who's going to be cast in the Fantastic Four stuff? Uh, Jason and Ashley. And I, the uh, thing will be played by Derek, and I don't know. We'll find a job. Well, so, so to answer your first question, I think that Disney Plus really needed these announcements because um, totally. when we were doing when we were doing my favorite episode of, uh, we just finished recording our like end of the year TV recap. There was one new show on Disney Plus yeah. for the you, entire you Mandalorian year. Plus. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, Mandalorian and Taylor needed, Swift Plus. They, yeah. <laughs> they needed, like, literally the only new TV shows that aired was the second season of Mandalorian and a show that Gina uh, Rodriguez did called Diary of a Future President, which is a very good young adult show, but no did one that, watched it. Did that Pixar documentary start yet, though? Matt, they also premiered the right stuff. That was I'm, but, the... I'm, but I'm talking about the actual, like, when you look at, like, physical narrative TV shows, they had mm. two okay. this entire year. The right stuff is a narrative show. It's about... Okay, then, know, the, yeah, but yeah. that, again, that, when did that drop? Like, the very tail probably end a, of, yeah. probably, I think it's still premiering like episodes. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, but, so it's, it's, it wasn't a strong year for them, especially, like, if you look at, because mo- I, I looked at all of the streaming lists, and it's like, Amazon Prime had tons of shows that they were mm-hmm. dropping. Hulu had tons of shows that they were dropping. Netflix had tons of shows that they were dropping. I think that if they didn't make this giant announcement of please, please, please don't leave after December 16th when the last episode of Mandalorian airs, <laughs> they would have seen just their numbers drop well, so You, you know what else businesses do in the uh, final quarter of the uh, annual calendar year, not the fiscal year, obviously, uh, when their stocks have gone low and they have no profits for the years, they announce a bunch of new projects for coming years so their right. stockholders feel a little bit better about I, their investments. And Disney yeah. stock doubled. So I, I, well, I, have a conspiracy, I have a conspiracy theory that... Um, and look, all of us, Disney, I know you're yep. listening. Please hire all of us. Yeah, to yeah, I shows. love for sure. excited. But I, I have a conspiracy theory that, and I would love, I hope some website keeps a track of every announcement they made. Because, like, I wonder if even 40% of these won't even be, ever, ever make it to production. Oh, no. I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I think about, like, when I was a kid, I, I would read like the Entertainment Weeklies and all that stuff. And there are so many movies that I remember reading announcements of in those magazines. And then like 15 years later, I'm like, oh, I guess that never happened, did it? Yeah. But yeah. Reading about like, I think there was supposed to be a Sprockets movie at one point that I got really excited oh, about. Myers, wow. like all types of like. I love that you got excited for a Sprockets movie. Dude, I loved Michael Myers uh, when I was a kid. And then the Love Guru happened. And then, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. 
<laughs> Another good Canadian boy right there. There you go. There you uh, go. Well, which of these movies or shows do you think have the highest chance of not getting like eventually greenlit or having some kind of development issue? And I mean, it sounds to me like it, yeah, I mean, I mean, Armor Wars will be prohibitively expensive because <laughs> it will largely be people in CG suits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is a really tough one. The sure. Falcon and Winter Soldier is showing sequences through like the canyons with Falcon outmaneuvering helicopters. It seems like similar, like big Iron Man action Ooh, sequences. Yeah, yeah. I would say again, like I'm still, I'm still confused how like that's a TV show and not like a set of movies right there because <laughs> totally. the budget on it is insane. It, and that's just from the trailer. Like, but look at how big the budget of like the Mandalorian is too, and how True. how good every episode of that show looks. The like, Hawkeye series a lot is less... being shot. Sorry, yeah, Derek. I'd, yeah. I'm sorry. I'd put money that Willow doesn't happen. I don't think that there's enough investment in anybody about Willow. Like I don't think, I, I think, a, that I don't it, think a lot of the Disney series happen. I, I yeah. sadly think this the, the crappy thing about it is I think the ones that are the three most likely to not happen if this is real is is Armor Wars, Ironheart, Secret Invasion. Mm. I can't believe you said this when we were in the car today. I can't believe Secret Invasion is not a film. Yeah. It's one yeah, of the best yeah. Marvel events ever, but certainly of the modern age. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, why not do that as a movie? And then you could use it as a great reset if we're doing uh, recasting or people's contracts are up or somebody's decided to come back for a cameo. I also think because of, you know, the recent 2020 events, uh, I, I also think even though they announced it, that Black Panther 2, we could see get just postponed and postponed and postponed. Because I mean, you're dealing with a main actor death. Now you're dealing with your your other main actor is now who would, ca- who would step into the role who is, yeah, is totally. causing problems on the internet now. And so like I I imagine Ryan Coogler like was like in the middle of a script. He saw that and he was like, no. yeah. The the I just saw that actor that actress in in Little Axe uh, on HBO and. You know, she has apologized, but I think what Ryan Coogler's approach was in the statement was, yes, he's not. They're not going to recast T'Challa. They're mm-hmm. going to keep honoring the memory of the uh, uh, of the how the character was portrayed, and that that the Black Panther two, they said in a statement, would be about like Wakanda in general and going mm-hmm. around and showing different uh, aspects to that. But I also agree with. I think the movie will happen. I think that that movie was such a juggernaut on a cultural level and on a financial mm-hmm. level that it has to happen. I think. Though that Marvel, this next phase, because if you're wondering who the next big bad is, they're going to go cosmic between this whole multiverse of madness stuff that is going into the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And now you've got the Fantastic Four getting introduced, maybe exactly how Peyton Reed imagined it. Uh, He's still going to be doing Ant-Man and the Wasp, but they've got the the Spider-Man director moving over to Fantastic Four. Uh, Would Galactus... And uh, you know, Andor Kang be like the big bad. I mean, do you so, introduce the next big bad in an Ant Man movie? Jonathan and I have talked a little bit about this off camera, but I have a conspiracy theory about who I think the big bad is. Um, I do think it is Galactus, but I think that we're not going to see Galactus for quite a while. But like phase in phase five, will he just thing? be a giant cloud? I think because you have an Eternals no, movie Galactus coming as well. Us. You have so, an so, Eternals so movie coming my, as well. Here is my multi movie conspiracy theory. I think... Let me get your tinfoil hat. Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, Ashley's heard this many times. All right, I'm going to put it on here. I think WandaVision ends with Scarlet Witch going crazy. 
It seems like it's headed that way. Yeah. Because I think I my weird pitch for WandaVision is is that I think she's going to spend eight episodes trying to rebuild Vision. She's going to learn that you can't do it because the Infinity Stones don't exist. She's going to go wonky. They've already said that she's in Doctor Strange 2. I think she's the villain of Doctor Strange 2 because she tries to rewrite Ooh. the multiverse to bring back Vision. Doctor Ooh. Strange starts stops her. Whatever she does... <laughs> blows open the universe, creates Spider-Man 3, blows Jonathan's head, and then boom, we got House of M, and here come the mutants. And the Fantastic Four. And you've awoken Kang during and all this. And you awaken Galactus. Hold, and most importantly, we get Tommy, and we get Billy, we get the twins, the yep. only part I care about Young Avengers. Yep. And, and then, and then somehow it cracks a time to the 1970s, and Lando Calrissian comes in <laughs> at a Colt 45 ad. There it is. <laughs> it's all I first do full know. circle. I do know that the young actor, one of the young actors who plays Wanda and Vision's son in Wanda Vision, is also in uh, the the next Doctor Strange movie, which yeah. is just insane that we're getting all of this stuff. Captain Marvel two cosmic movie. I'm gonna mm -hmm. not, I'm gonna put that as a cosmic movie. Yeah. Also, I would there's, say, there's that swirling yeah. rumor that Rogue is going to appear in that, and Rogue gets her flying powers from touching Captain Marvel, so Can, that might be like a. Do you stick with that, or do you not stick with that? I mean, if you're mm -hmm. if you're me, you don't introduce the mutants at all because mutants don't work in a universe with Spider-Man. Because how do you be racist against Wolverine and not Peter? Right. But <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I'm not. In I want to ask a crazy well, question. To yeah, the I mean, panel. mutants don't. Have, so a lot of the mutants mm -hmm. do not hide their powers. So a lot of the mutants are like. They're, they're mutants, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the you you see somebody with blue skin, you throw a can at them. Uh, Peter Parker very much hides his powers until mm -hmm. J. Jo Jonah Jameson thro like he throws something at That's him. Right, so, yeah. so I think that the the that that distinction is I can see that Peter lives in secrecy and the mutants try and live in secret secrecy, but but can't. Uh, as long the, as they do Jonathan Hickman's Thruple, they can be in the MCU. That'll be fine. Yeah, I I, I think that we're going to get mutants fairly quickly just because there's such a Big cash money. I, I, I actually franchise. weirdly think we're getting mutants before the Fantastic Four, even though they just announced. I, Fantastic I actually Four. think weirdly Fantastic Four is one of those projects that we might see just get yeah. through the ringer repeatedly sure. and then shoved. Like, remember we were getting an Inhumans movie? Remember that? <laughs> and then it became the TV oh, series. Wow. But that was. But then more... they still said we were getting a movie. Yeah, that was more like Ike Perlman's weirdness with leaving ABC and Disney and like mm -hmm. wanting to get wins on his side versus wins for mm -hmm. uh, Kevin oh. Feige. And so yeah. you know, remember he he did the whole. Uh, and this is super cool, but he brought Big Hero Six as a cartoon over to ABC, so he could get a win on his side. And I got to tell you, I'm super stoked. They're making a Baymax series. Wow, that may be. That's Super great. excited, um, but I don't know. I, I think we have to get the big cash grab movies. We got to get the X Men, and we got to get the Fantastic Four. I think ultimately that's going to happen. Uh, in the comments, I'm seeing the talk about Defenders and the big leak, like a year, uh, like a, sorry, it feels like a year, a week or two ago, was that we're going to get Charlie Cox's Matt <laughs> yeah. Murdock in Spider Man yeah. Three. Yeah, maybe hasn't been confirmed. So, so that was the question I wanted to ask the panel here, is because like this last week before this investor call, all the news, everybody was talking about all these. Alfred Molina and yes, Jamie Foxx right. and Andrew Garfield yeah. and uh, Tobey Maguire. But if you read The Hollywood Reporter, none of it's confirmed. It just says The Hollywood Reporter is like our inside sources tell us that Alfred right. Molina is in that movie. So I want to ask the panel. And Jamie Foxx, you know, he Instagrammed it. Are they, are they true? Do we think Spider-Man 3 has all these people in it? I do. I, I do too. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. And I, and I think optimistic. Elizabeth Banks' uh, Betty Brandt will come back, too. 
okay. I, I just think hat like give I us see everyone Raimi but back. <laughs> I want Ted yep. Raimi back and yep. Sally yep. Robert Robbie Robertson died. I know that actor did so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. The only thing that I really want is Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, but <laughs> make it Deadpool kills the Fox Marvel universe. Well, so then it just all transfers over to Disney. That's just yeah, me. I know it's wild, but it did. No, it but it, it is Deadpool all there. Kill. I think Fox I think killed we, the Fox. I think Marvel what you universe. want Deadpool to do is go over to Universal and get Hulk and Namor released from their contracts <laughs> for the cinematic solo <laughs> movies and brought over because Namor, like the Hulk, is still one of those properties that if they want to do their solo movie the universal has to make it and daniel Day uh, is not going to be that good looking forever I, Come I, on, I, get him in there i weirdly think deadpool 3 is literally like frame one as he wakes up in the mcu and the whole movie is like captain america who the hell are you <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> so that'd be awesome. john we've got one more person to add into this uh in-depth conversation speaking of multiverses Ben Dunn is in the room to continue this conversation. I he love you. He brought ben. a better internet connection this time, too. I did. <laughs> Derek, you shut your mouth. Ben, can I just say how awesome it was to have you and Gilmore on the show earlier uh, and just hanging out? It just felt so fresh, and I would love to invite you back for more Geekscapes because I just think that you and Gilmore should come in and be a part of it. Geekscapists yeah. who are listening to this on the podcast feed uh, or have not been watching it all day live like Jason has while he was stuck in the uh, green room for 14 hours. Uh, you missed a story involving a squirrel getting into Gilmore's house while Ben was sleeping on the couch. Uh, and it's one of the funniest moments we've had on the Geekscape Network, and I can't wait to put it on the feed because I was crying. It was so funny. <laughs> ben, you got to come back on some shows. We got to have Gilmore back on the shows. It just felt like old school Geekscape to have us just shooting the shit while Matt tries to do uh, add some form to it and be like, guys, can we play a game now? We're like, no, fuck the game. We're catching up. <laughs> We're having fun. For all the old school escapists, I'm sorry. <laughs> um Ben, what do you think of the Star Wars and the Marvel announcements? It's kind of what we're talking about now. And like it just seems like the lid came off. Uh Jason is proposing that some and Ashley was proposing that some of this stuff won't happen just because of it's insane. Is is there's only so much budget and eyeballs in the world that this stuff can actually exist. I I mean it certainly makes me feel justified in having a Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> uh, just when you were thinking about canceling too. Well, you're getting a Marvel and everybody series else once every yeah. like every month the next year you're getting yeah. a Marvel series. It's I couldn't insane. I couldn't believe the numbers that they hit already though. Like they're hit, they're at their 5 year goal like after just just over a year. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Good thing those kids aren't in the parks and they're watching this Disney Plus none of, stuff. None of those people over here quibby. <laughs> no, Sorry, I mean Quibi. You know, not to go off on a tangent, but Quibi was a. It was an okay idea. It just, you know, you shouldn't have. They they should have held it. YouTube uh, yeah. service didn't work. There was no way Quibi was going to work. Yeah, I mean yeah. the the. the when you're when you're all stuck at home, you know, all on Zoom calls, it, I don't need to sit in an office bathroom to watch a 10 minute TV show. Oh, it was. There. Yeah. Well, and not launching with like Apple TV or smart TV apps or even the ability to cast or airplay like I'm stuck in front of this giant TV and you're telling me that I can't watch the show that I want to yeah. watch on it. OK, I'll watch one of these other shows. That's on a really good point. Instead. Mm-hmm. And when you see the success that Cobra Cry has had on. Netflix, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I, Wayne on uh, Amazon Prime. In and now yeah. you've got uh, these Quibi deals that don't have to wait for their two-year exclusivity window because Quibi's gone. It's not like YouTube and YouTube Red that 
you know, you you have YouTube still exists, so you have to wait for the length of the contract to take the content that pr- premiered on you, the defunct YouTube Red and bring it somewhere else. That YouTube contract, like the sh- whole shopping agreement, that stuff still had to be played out. Yeah. Quibi's dead. Those deals mm-hmm. are immediately shoppable to other outlets. You're going to start seeing all that Quibi content that Derek loved so much but was the only person on the planet that I watched. You're going to start <laughs> seeing it show up on Hulu yeah. and on Netflix because with the whole pandemic, a lot of these places couldn't go back into production to make mm-hmm. this content. You started yeah. to see CW show and stuff, CW taking content off of DC Universe and vice versa just to f- fulfill their advertising yeah. contracts. Mm-hmm. Is DC Is, Universe yeah. still going? Yes. No, so, until January. Yeah. yeah, okay. But it got folded into HBO, HBO Max. Max. Well, yeah. except for the animation, some of the animation, like Young Justice, I don't think it has an announcement yet. Uh, I think it's on HBO Max. Okay. But like the, the, some of the older, the, the, you want to talk about like not being available on the other shows. Like I hated that you, I couldn't watch DC Universe like through my PS4. It also, nobody yeah. hated except it. Americans has access yeah, to I it. Was, I, yeah, I was, I remember like the Comic-Con event. Oh. I was so excited for it because I like loved like the Marvel Unlimited subscription service. Yeah. And, and finally, here is a catalog of, of DC titles that I can read. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, it never came here. And where do those, like, you know, if they could do another digital subscription like Marvel Unlimited, mm-hmm. that would yeah. be great. Yeah. Because that's that the portion I was almost most excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that, does, where does that go? That disappears now too, right? And you filled mm-hmm. that, you were forced to fill that vacuum with Quibi. Is that, am I doing <laughs> I tried. the math right? I tried. It's mm-hmm. NCBC yeah. Jewel. Okay. We're getting Kim's convenience before jam, the rest yeah, of us. Yeah. This is what I'm concerned about. <laughs> um, New Kenny well, versus Spinny on there as well. You guys get Baron on Sketch. Get <laughs> Sketch before we do. We have like a year until we get like Baron on Sketch. And we still don't have it on DVD, which kills me. A bold T in the, in the comments Tommy. asks, what is the Jason and Ashley podcast yet? Because I like them. I added those words, but I guess he's asking because he likes well, we you. We have almost 350 episodes, so we have a lot of screaming that you can listen to. It's called Geek History Lesson. <laughs> yeah. Go Google it. Uh, Jonathan is on several many episodes. We, we, actually, on an episode. we actually brought Jonathan on to our Deadpool episode because we were like, I don't think we can fill an hour talking about Deadpool because we're not the biggest fans of him. So we're like, bring yeah, on yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, funny. Bring on Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan also was like on it. the Alfred episode. Episode and the Stan Lee episode, mm-hmm. I think. Matt's our yeah. best horror movie villain. Jonathan's usually knocking on our door when we're trying to record, and we're like, "Not today, buddy." Please. <laughs> 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 I want to do a Quibi episode. Just he got his out. revenge by letting <laughs> yeah. you wait fourteen hours to get onto yeah. the train. Track. I was like, Jason, we'll be recording at six a.m. Jason, <laughs> just five more minutes. He did his calisthenics. He was ready to go. Yep. And then we made him wait. <laughs> we made him wait. Um, Matt, listen, we got to mention this whole thing. Uh, big Brothers, Big Sisters, that's what we're raising money for here on the live stream. And we're almost to the end of it here. You can still go to support.mentornewjersey. That's mentornj.org. The URL's at the bottom of the screen. And you can donate. We're at $1,136 on our goal towards 2000 Don't know if we're going to get 2000 during the next five, ten minutes that this show's lasting. But, but uh, I, I did... Awesome. Uh... I uh, already did the name shuffle while oh. I jumped off camera. So uh, a big congratulations to Chris Robinson, uh, who has won the drawing. Uh, Chris, I know you have Are been... Are you Chris Robinson I'm related to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you I have been. <laughs> He's been an amazing supporter uh, <laughs> to Geekscape as a whole. He actually had reached out to Horror Movie Night um, in maybe April or May, he had found our podcast because uh, it was 2020 and it was a shitty year and he was looking for a horror podcast. And uh, he is just 
really gotten involved in uh, the entire Matt Kelly uh, cinematic podcast universe <laughs> at this point uh, and listens to all of the shows, uh, supports all of the spinoffs from Horror Movie Night of like Fright School, and he listens to Analog Jones on the Geekscape Network. He listens that. to 91 Donkey Lane. So he is, he in one year became one of the biggest Geekscape fans. So you couldn't have drawn a better name, honestly. Uh, <laughs> okay, Chris Robinson, this is what we're going to do because we talked about this. We said if we, if we cross $1,000, we're going to draw a name. We drew yours. So I'm going to invite you to be a guest on any of the Geekscape shows. And that's obviously dependent on the host, but you can always be a guest on Katie and I's uh, Geekscape main show. I think the Horror Movie Night kids would love to have you, but I'm not going to speak for Matt. And also, I'll mail you a bunch of Geekscape shirts. we got the Don't Hate Create shirt. we got the Heroes Wear Mask shirts. I don't really know where in the world, where in the world you live, but I'm down with it. I'm guessing it's some <laughs> English-speaking place because you got the most Anglo name I can think of right now. But <laughs> I'm going to mail you some Geekscape shirts. We're going to get you on a Geekscape podcast. I love that you're a part of this. And you know what I'm going to do? Next Comic-Con, when we're all together in San Diego, I'm going to go ahead and invite you to watch on video as I cut off one of Matt's toes while he's sleeping, and I'm going to put no. it in an envelope and mail it to you, okay? No. You're a big Matt oh, Kelly fan, and I figure... Super is going to hug him. Listen, <laughs> if you love Matt Kelly as much as I do, you're going to want to make a necklace out of one of his toes. I'll even let you pick one, okay? I'm going to bring my garden shears. He sleeps like a baby. And then I'm just going to clip it, maybe poach a little needle with it, so with some heated little tweezers, and then I'm going to put it on a little string. You even get to pick the material, and I will mail you your own... Matt Kelly toe necklace. That's several hours of work. Yeah. I also uh, like that you think I sleep he, like a baby at Comic Con. <laughs> you do I with usually, chloroform. I sleep, you always look I, so I comfortable even, on the floor there. Yeah, I was going to say, I never sleep in a bed. I end up on the hard floor. cement floor. Matt. Like, <laughs> You've got to be more of a cuddler. Jonathan will let you up there. Matt, in your. At, it, least, it, uh, at least. Listen. In my defense, uh, at least you're not Josh Jackson almost getting peed on by a drunk Shane in the middle of the night. So, like, yeah, I'm like, who gets to cuddle with Shane yeah. these days? Uh, ben, have you not heard the story of the one year I was really excited <laughs> to have the bed until Shane ruined that dream within a matter of minutes? Um, <laughs> we, uh, I was like, look, I know I normally sleep on the floor all the time. It's really starting to like make it tough for me to like have the energy that I need to have to run the booth by myself all day. <laughs> I'd really like to sleep in the bed. And John's like, no, totally. You get one of the beds. I'll get the other bed. Um, so we all show up and Shane uh, is very, very drunk and is going to like <laughs> lay down to sleep off the, the hangover or whatever. And we come back to an almost completely naked Shane, sweaty <laughs> and spread out across the bed. That was, and I was just like, all right, I'll just sleep on the floor again. That's fine. That <laughs> like, was Shane uh, in the man, midst of, right, a, of a pregnancy scare. That was Shane in the midst of a pregnancy scare where yeah, he oh. was just throwing them back before we even got to San Diego or even left Los Angeles. <laughs> And I'm sorry, Matt. I will make sure that your name is on the room before yeah. we get to San Diego. <laughs> I, I mean, was... I, I've I had to share a bed with Shane one year, so uh, I don't think he had a pregnancy scare at that point. But it sounds like a similar story. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, poor Ben. <laughs> I think I think Ashley and Jason did it right last year when they were like, you know, we're just gonna come down for the day. We've That's, done that the last two years. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. If no one is paying for your oh. hotel room. It's the only do way it to do it. One day, get out, and then leave. You stay oh. there till like two a.m. and then you just drive back yep. to L.A. And it's like, like the buffet of Comic Con. You get to like experience everything of Comic Con in eight hours, and then you just get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the so train's really relaxing. Wait, you, yeah, you no, pick up a night. Yeah, be careful using mean, the word Jason buffet and Comic Con around Derek. It might make him think of Amazon yeah. parties. No, but do yeah. you think buffets are coming back after the pandemic? Because your girl has questions so. about that. I, I love like the buffets in Vegas. It's the only reason to go to Vegas. I know, uh, right? So, Chris Robinson, I, I hate it, the report that if you do become a big fan of Geek History Lesson, I will not be uh, cutting off Jason or Ashley's toes because they're not going to be sleeping in San Diego. But if you really want Derek's, I can offer you a Derek toe, maybe. But Matt's the one you're after. I can tell by your uh, <laughs> fandom. Matt's the one you're after. That's what we do here on Geekscape. Give the Beautiful people what they want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt, Matt like uh, the sweetest baby angel of us all. <laughs> I could Matt, probably go down to that beach to and us. find some toes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's called full circle. Circle. Callback <laughs> in the improv. The Geekscape <laughs> multiverse. <laughs> this live stream is brought to you by Cold 45. <laughs> <laughs> Goes down smooth. Have you ever had cold forty five? Yes, it's not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not smooth. It's burning. That's like, that's like what the punk kid really do you like under a bridge. It would be like I'm assuming you guys were talking about the Lando. Yes, yes, show. we are. Oh, yeah. Is it a show? TV? Is it a TV show or a movie? TV Why? Show. Why it's, not a, both? it's a secret advertisement for Colt 45. <laughs> uh, Matt, if you can, in the comments, uh, Big Inks just drops a reference to something that is topical because Ben Dunn just emailed me that video <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, when I recruited Ben Dunn and Gilmore onto the earlier segment, I get a text from Ben sometime late at night, and it's just a YouTube link. And in the description, it says, Japanese and I'm like not tech, not clicking on that one, not <laughs> clicking on that one. It was the old Geek Drome video clip of people uh, funneling eels into their butts and then squirting them out. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, I just why felt that it was it. He was it feeling was nostalgic. Like I, I had not talked to Matt or John. Well, I've talked to John recently, but I haven't talked to to Geekscape John in a while. And it was like right after I was invited to be on this today that uh, Reddit posted that in like, it, it like popped up in the all section. And I'm like, oh, well, John and Gilmore need to see this. It's a sign. It's a uh, sign. <laughs> I mean, God, it, it's crazy to think that, you know, yeah, we did this. We're getting very, very close to the 15 year anniversary because uh, you did film on like Christmas Eve. Released on um, Christmas, yeah. Released on Christmas Eve. Um, and all the, the great mistakes that we've made over those 15 years. I can't... I, can't I think that one but, goes back 42 years, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't help but like remember, you know, having a... Before she was super famous, Felicia Day on your couch and talking yes. to her about jerking off uh, dolphins. And yep. the it's noises. And in like, my defense, like it was uh, not the smartest uh, listen, interview tactic. You would have thought that I scared off Felicia Day. No, she was my guest again this past <laughs> April. So don't think that any bridges with us <laughs> and famous people have been have burned. Been burned. <laughs> they haven't. Felicia was on Geekscape in April. 
check the feed, Geekscapist. She <laughs> loves Geekscape. And she was like, we should get lunch. And the pandemic happened, but we will get lunch after. That's Edgar, what happened. Edgar Wright, though, yep. not a fan. That's what it is. <laughs> Edgar Wright did shoot me a look uh, in the Starbucks in, in Los Feliz, where I used to write when I lived there. And uh, he likes, he, he's familiar with Geekscape, yes. He's, well, I mean, he's also familiar with I mean, a writer who wasn't. Who was the writer who wrote the review of World's End? Uh, because that was the one where he was like, oh, really? I, and I'm like, that's not my review. Who wrote that yeah, review? That I don't remember. Like, oh. I don't think it was a review. I think it was a list of like, like bar-themed movies or something like that. And it just had some negative comments about The World's End. Blame in it. Eric. I like The World's movie, End. I love that movie. I really yeah. like The World's End. And, it's uh, crazy. I was talking about it yesterday because my friend Jim Pellegrinelli, who's been on Geekscape, did a double header of uh, Train Spotting Two and World's End, and both movies kind of have those th- like same themes of like outgrowing the you know where you used to be in your life. And I I like both those movies, and I just it was a review, Derek, because I remember Simon Pegg had just been on Geekscape. We were kind of like in the trajectory of Edgar Wright, and someone posted a review of World's End shortly thereafter, and. I got like a mention or an email and it was like, thanks a lot. I was like, Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, Love your films. Uh, Don't know what to do. Uh, Baby driver is amazing, but um, yeah, sorry. And I just remember I used to write in Los Feliz at the Starbucks on Hillhurst. And uh, that's where he'd go and get his, I think I found it. Who was it that wrote it? Uh, Someone named inaudible mumble. We don't even know who that writer yeah. is. Not even yet. I don't even remember who that is. Listen, oh, I gotta tell oh, you. Wait, they said last week is. the World's End hit theaters, and I had high expectations for this movie. And though said expectations weren't fully met, I wouldn't say that they just go on about how it was okay. okay. Derek, listen, yeah. listen, it's all I water under the bridge. That was my roommate Shrop. <laughs> it's all water under the bridge. All right, it's all water under the bridge. Geekscape's here. It's here uh, to stay. We're like the cockroach of the internet. I'm trying yeah, to think of other classmates. Can, can I be sweet for a second? Sure. Yes. I want to be sweet for a second since you brought up it's almost 15 years. Um, so for those of you who are newer, like I've guess I've been on since the beginning. Um, you were on the crazy. first episode of Geekscape. Though. Yeah, when you guys went to Comics Dungeon in Seattle. Um, but I I was originally a fan of Geek Drum uh, because of Kevin Smith. Because you guys uh, had interviewed Kevin Smith, and that's how I discovered you. And then I just kind of glommed on um, because you were fantastic. We were his first podcast. Yeah, you were my he first podcast. He said so. No, no. Oh, oh, we Kevin were Smith. Kevin's first podcast. He said so on his podcast like last week. Oh, crazy. Which the com- my comic book store guy, Leland, at uh, House of Secrets was like, hey, Kevin Smith said like the Geekscape was like his first podcast on his podcast. So I was like, I would have been none the wiser, but it's amazing. Yeah. So sorry. Continue. I just wanted to but, clean that up. So uh, you lost. I get you got my lost my train of thought. You were being um, sweet, but I was being sweet. And then like I met you guys at, at you at Comic Con, and I will forever to this day hate the fact that you had me come on air and uh, give my opinion of Heath Ledger possibly being the Joker, and I said he's going to be terrible. Um, well, both of like there was two mics in my face saying. Yeah, no, that guy, what? The guy from Knight's Tale is going to be the Joker? No way. Terrible. Um, the worst r- opinion I've ever had in my life, and I've had a lot of bad opinions. <laughs> um, but 
I moved to Los Angeles shortly after I think the the first year of Geekscape um, because I wanted to do acting and be in uh, the film world, mm-hmm. and I knew no one. I literally knew Jonathan from meeting him twice, um, and Gilmore from the internet, and John like my first day in LA, he was like, come over to Laura's house. You know, you'll, you'll meet my uh, then girlfriend mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to give you the keys to my studio in Los Feliz and you can just stay there while you look for a place. This is a dude who I've met twice <laughs> and communicated with a lot on the internet. And he let me stay at his place, which was just insane to me. I don't know what he expected me to do. <laughs> I mean, I masturbated all over every single inch of That's a form of cleaning. That's what you do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then when I moved down here, like I I moved into Culver City near Gilmore. Like John and Brian were like the two people that I knew, and we were like my best friends down here, and like put me into the trajectory of kind of the rest of my life so far. Um. Like because of you guys, because of Geekscape, like I got interviews. I started doing interviews. I got more out there. Uh, I worked for Nerdist for a while. I worked for Activision and Blizzard. Like I've worked for a lot of cool things, and now I'm doing my own thing, and I feel confident about it. And honestly, like I, I want to. I can't help but thank Geekscape and Jonathan for that. So you know, it's been. Freaking fifteen years, man! And, yeah. and you spent today I, on set, man. Like, yeah, you're, I, 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 you're producing today. now. I, yeah. I almost want to. I almost want to piggyback on that because, like, I was a kid in college who just searched geek podcasts <laughs> and found Geekscape on its like third episode. And John like name dropped some obscure pop punk band from Philadelphia, so I stalked him out on MySpace and messaged him <laughs> and was like, "How the fuck do you know this band?" And we would just talk here and there. And I always was like, man, I feel like I'm being a bother to this guy, but he's really interesting. And then one day you messaged me and said, hey, what's your number real quick? I want to talk to you. And I'll never forget this. You called me and said, I'm going to start to launch a Geekscape website and I'd really like you to be a part of it. And like, who would have thought like 14 fucking years later, I'm still <laughs> here being a part of it. Like, And a lot like, of those pop punk bands are now like our collaborators. Like Les yeah. and Jake released that album yesterday. And Les and Jake, you, you know, you've worked with them on their live feeds with Vinny from Le- previously Les and Jake on a live feed. Like we collaborate with a lot of the bands that we believe in. And music has been a big part of the, the network. We have a music show almost constantly on the network in one form or another. And Matt, you're a big part of that. You kind of run our network now. And you've shaped it the way you wanted to. So I don't want this to turn into some, oh, Jonathan's a great jerk fest. You know I won't stand for that crap. Yeah, Jonathan's uh, a dick. Let's yeah, you did this. Dolphins. Derek, you created that opportunity. Uh, ben, you created those opportunities. Matt, you created those opportunities. And I swear, Katie, if you get too big, I'm going to smother you in the crib. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, it's great and everything, but I, from the start, wanted this to simply be a platform to give y'all opportunities to take and run in whatever forms y'all wanted to take it and run. If, if, if Jason and Ashley have a Kickstarter, they know that there's an open door here to promote it. Like, that's it. That is I mean, it. only if we pay the pipers. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I mean... In toast. But... <laughs> but listen, I love it. I'm so appreciative of of the adulation and that. But um, guys, 
y'all did it. Y'all did this, and I love it. And we did it together, and I love that. Like, no, come on now. Ben, I love you, man. Like, you did this, dude. And I always believed in it. And I wouldn't have given my keys to a studio, like, for somebody I didn't believe in. Like, absolutely not. You think I did that to uh, Frank Sanders when he moved out here? Fuck no. <laughs> he sent me a bunch of pictures of him in, with a but military arsenal of weapons with a Geekscape shirt on. I didn't give him the keys to anything. Just kidding. Frank was our PA on Chasing Fletcher Allen, and he's the sweetest guy, and I love Frank Sanders. Yes. <laughs> Geekscape Frank. tattoo and all. It's <laughs> uh, true dedication. Another, another classic uh, Geekscape memory for me is also when we were doing April Fool's Day articles, which, you know, this year was not the year for April Fool's Day articles. Uh, but my favorite <laughs> one, my favorite one that we ever did was Geekscape gets bought by Nerdist <laughs> and promptly fires Matt Kelly, which was like... <laughs> I think the funniest thing about that one, Matt, because in the day... So many of our writers, I was writing the recommendation letters myself to get them over to places that could pay them, which I can't do. And like we were getting them jobs at Nerdist and all these different places. And we were collaborating with them a lot. I went in the next, uh, like I think two or three days later after, I think like on the April 4th or 5th, I go into Nerdist and a couple of people at Nerdist are like, hey, congrats for joining the family. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they had bought our April Fool's story hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> you should have been like, where, where do I where do I, where do I, sign the paperwork for the yeah, patients? Right. <laughs> and Chris was always gracious. Like Chris came on Geekscape and was very candid about like substance abuse and things that I knew I wanted to talk about. Because I don't, you know, if you all listen to Geekscape, like this past episode with my friend Adam Mortimer, who directed this. Uh, new movie that came out yesterday, Ar- uh, Arch Enemy, uh, with Joe Mantiliano. I think I butchered his name. Chuck Mangione. Uh, uh, he, uh, he, you know, we talk about like the vulnerabilities and the ego and all these things that, like, as storytellers, I think we, you just want to like talk about the gloss. And I don't like talking about the gloss. And and to Chris Hardwick's credit, like he came on and I was like, we're going to talk about the alcoholism, dude. We're going to talk about the tough stuff. And and he went straight to it. And I remember him at Comic Con when. Uh, Nerdist and Legendary after Legendary bought Nerdist like when they were across the aisle from us Chris always took time to like be like hey Geekscape what's up man like how are you doing and, and talking and this, this community is awesome and I just have zero interest in moving on and adding doing anything but adding to it in form of more shows different kind of uh, initiatives obviously Katie we're going to keep talking about the live show and things get back and oh, yeah. I just love this stuff so listen I love you, Ben. I love everybody who's watching this. This is your platform. This is something that I would not do by myself. This is only going to work as a community. Oh, and so there it it, is. <laughs> if you got something that you want to share with us, even if it's a cat, and I feel like it's, oh, it's awesome bye. that we're doing this while we have Ashley and Jason on, because like, you couldn't be closer to being in Geekscape without having your podcast on the network as Ashley and Jason. Like I, if there yeah, we were to be booth every year, because well, if there was a year it. that you didn't come to our booth, I would be like disappointed. Like yeah. I would actually be legitimately sad if there wasn't a, a geek history lesson day at the booth. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So. No, the booth is already paid for next year. We'll see if we have to push it another year, but it's already paid for. And can I ask a crazy? It, question it's a resource that, that, for that's everybody. Beyond the 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 great praise that Jonathan and all the guys, <laughs> I am so incredibly did, uncomfortable. Did, <laughs> did did they make you pay for this year? 
no, 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 no. Okay, uh, we, we we forwarded they that we, like we forwarded our okay. yeah San Diego Comic Con when they decided that they weren't going to do it this year. There's just no way. In about May or June, once they knew that they were going to get the insurance back on the whole shebang, they offered. Then they also when they announced Comic Con online, they said, "Hey, do you want to?" get your money back or do you just push it to next year? And I was like, push it to next year, yeah. baby. I ain't going to the back of some 15 year wait list. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah. Like Comic-Con is something that we are doing every year at Geekscape. It, I, when I started Geekscape, I asked uh, Fernando Pinto to make me a logo. And then the next thing I did was get the geekscape.net URL. Cause I knew it was going to be a network. And I got the booth at Comic-Con. Those are the two things that I did within the first hours of Geekscape. Um, just because I knew, and then, and then it was, Jonathan it was put a four-year Yeah, that once he passes on, Matt will have to sustain the booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to own Geekscape. That's going to Derek, but Matt will be the booth slave <laughs> forever. So, works so much for, me. for any future London children. Yeah. Yeah, no, that ain't going to happen. And Katie, you get half of it. Okay, let's. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Uh, Matt, let's see how we're doing on the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Let's see if it moved the needle at all. I like the fact that we moved it at all. I think that's amazing. Uh, uh, no, it's, still at the, it's still at the same spot, but it awesome. is. It is a. It's a spot that I am content with. Uh, I'm I super that- happy. I knew that we set a really high goal for ourselves with the 2000. Um, but, you know, getting uh, beyond the halfway point is still fantastic. And like I said before, we went to this live episode, literally having 15 plus hours of just showing <laughs> off the the giant scope of talent that we've acquired um, just by connecting with people. Um, you know, I do want to give big shout outs for, for all of it, but... Definitely, like I said, the highlights were having Gilmore and Dunn back on for that. I can't believe I did that card game. Um, the Geekscape Games reunion was phenomenal. Uh, I mean, the the people at Dark Hills events, the the stuff that they do, putting together that RPG was so much fun, so ridiculous. And costume uh, changes. Yeah, costume <laughs> changes. It was amazing. But I, I get, again, I've got to stress that Holy shit. If 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 you don't want to watch all 15 hours, restart this video cuz it kicked off with the poof the magical game. It is the most insane thing I've ever witnessed happen on a live stream. <laughs> um, just the I I mean a bacon bacon's a genius. The way that he maneuvered he, he did things that I didn't know you could do in StreamYard. <laughs> during that live stream <laughs> like, uh yeah there's a lot of multimedia going on and i knew from like knowing bacon that i was just like okay jonathan you're going to make sure that you don't get thrown out of the roller coaster that you are secure in your seat and just go wherever it takes you buddy because <laughs> bacon's having, insane having made son just standing there saying nothing for the full hour <laughs> just made it all the more awkward no and the fact that the scoring wasn't even numeric but started being like pictures of alf and dick drawings was <laughs> Like okay, so we're progressively we're getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Geeks gave us there's a lot of content. It's all going to be on our YouTube channel forever. Um, so you can go to Geekscape uh, TV that that YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/GeekscapeTV, and watch it if you're listening to this. And I'm going to start sporadically putting some of the content from today that isn't a dedicated Geekscape show, which you should subscribe to most of them. Like anything you're interested in, we probably have it. There's wrestling. We did a wrestling show today. We did music. We did action movies. We did comedy. We did horror. We did a Christmas show. Like if you're interested in all that stuff, it's on the network. Uh, Anything that's not 
attributed to a specific show. I'm going to try and put it out here on the feed for y'all. So enjoy it. Uh, I got to wrap this up. The things you want to do is subscribe to Geek History Lesson so you can listen to more Ashley and Jason. They are really well-educated geeks. And I promise there are there are not as many Lando Calrissian Cold 45 jokes on there. <laughs> I don't but know But there are that. plenty of ads for our book, Jupiter Jet and the Forgotten Radio, which is in stores right now. But actually help the charity. Don't buy our book, but buy our book after you help the charity. Why not both? But yeah, there, there are characters on Geek History Lesson, and mm-hmm. I do love when they come back, specifically, usually, in holiday episodes. So I guess there's one around the corner. There's one soon. coming Monday, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not going to want to miss it. More characters than initially advertised. <laughs> uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, Geeks gets back this week. Um, I'll talk to you, Katie. It's an awkward, weird time. It's uh, These directors have been coming at me with from PR agencies that are like, hey, can you do noon? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I can do noon. Uh, but Geeks Have fun with that. <laughs> Just a lot of cool stuff happening on the network as we go into 2021. And uh, yeah, I'm glad y'all are part of it. One last check. Go in support.mentorneedjersey.org, Geekscapus. And uh, thank you for being a part of this. Matt, I'm going to try and wrap this baby up. What else do you want me to say, man? I'm a little dancing puppet for you. No, I mean, just go and support all of the shows on the network. Uh, The network is just growing every single day. Uh, I'm even working on a new podcast that should be coming sometime in January. Uh, I won't be hosting it. It's just uh, one of Bacon's. uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, One of Robert Bacon, who we were just bigging up uh, a couple seconds ago. uh, He used to do a podcast called Adam Sandler, Please Stop with his friend Marie Maloney, where they watched every single film that Adam Sandler had any ties to in order of release. Uh, to find the exact moment when they stopped being enjoyable and started becoming painful. Uh, but now that he's spun off and started doing 91 Donkey Lane and like Adam Sandler releases a movie a year at this point, they don't really have a lot of content. So she is doing a podcast called I Love Trash with Marie Maloney, where she'll be reviewing uh, Lifetime Hallmark movies and uh, reviewing and doing deep dives on reality television. So uh Promises to be interesting. We've pitched some ideas like bringing in an expert on the Jersey Shore and giving them an hour to basically do a geek history lesson episode on the Jersey Shore cast. Um, so seeing how much about trash TV can you sum up? I'm looking in forward an hour. to the Paul London Lifetime episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, do I have veto power anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you gave that up about 15 hours ago. So. <laughs> Derek, I can't die and give it to you fast enough. Uh, <laughs> Geekscapers, thank you so much. Subscribe to Geekscape wherever you find us on any podcatchers. Not just our show, but like Matt said, the whole network. And Geek History Lesson, Ashley and Jason's show. It's free. I don't know what to tell you. We can't, we've been giving you 15 years of free stuff and 15 hours today of free stuff. So I hope you appreciate it. I hope you play, pay it forward here for Big Brothers and Big Sisters. And Geekscapers... Hang tight if you're listening to this on the podcast. Uh, we're going to give you a new, brand new Geekscape podcast later this week. Go ahead and share this one with all your friends. Hit that little share button. Maybe leave us a, a review on your favorite podcast. Or do whatever you want to say thanks for the 15 years and 15 hours of free content. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for organizing this thing. Uh, Ashley and Jason, thanks for joining us. Ben, thank you for coming. And the Venmo is in the cell phone for the kind words uh derek (laughs) thank you for bringing back geekscape games i'm holding you to it and katie (laughs) thank you for your patience with me as my co-host 
Anytime, man. <laughs> I'm just sitting. <laughs> For everyone at the Geekscape Network and Matt Kelly, uh, thank y'all so much. And we'll see you all later this week, which is insane. Thank you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 